what's up everyone welcome to a new episode of the gomaluka podcast while a truck is um, passing behind me uh, let me know what you think uh, drop me a line or send a voice message you can find the necessary info in the show notes um, it would help me a lot and the not just me but also the indigenous movement um, if we continue the conversation um, to advance the conversation um, so enjoy this is the gomaluku podcast Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, Ghazali Orella here with another episode. No, it's not an episode. It's just um, it's a gathering point, I would say. Um, um, the Green Room, UN PFI Green Room, uh, a place where um, after the all the uh, events of the day, uh, when we're, and we're talking about um, side events as well as the actual session as, as well, uh, that we, we gather and share thoughts, um, what you've heard, what you've seen. Um, yeah, basically that. I apologize. Uh, to, uh, uh, yesterday, it was a little bit too early. Um, so I, w- I thought it was, would be good to do it like right after the session. Um, but there were so many side events. I, I overestimated my own ability to, to uh, attract people um, and underestimated how many uh, side events there were on. Um, so... Um, to not add to the confusion, and I've, I, I hear you people that um, send me messages like, oh, shit, I missed the, the green room. Um, I apologize. So uh, that's why we're doing it. Um, so I pushed it to later in the day after most of the side events have been uh, after a side event rush hour, I would say. Um, um, and then um, yeah, just have a, a talk, chat, whatever you want to talk about. Um, you can just uh, hit the link. It is in the comments as well as in the description, um, anything that you want to uh, to say or uh, want to contribute, uh, by all means, uh, just um, drop in. Uh, you can do it audio only, obviously, or just like myself, uh, put your um, yeah, put your face on on the camera. Um, I'm I'm fine with that as well. Uh, people from the likes of here we go, Carson Kiburo and Pidita, another good friend of mine. Um, let's do it like this. Well, much better. Um, all right. Um, so I'll, I'll, let me do this intro spiel a little bit. And then um, Carson, Peter, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to address, um, just um, yeah, share, drop um, thoughts, wisdom, uh, I'm sure as well, uh, or, or own ob- observations. Um, so for people that have just tuned in, um, this is day three of the permanent forum on indigenous issues, the 20th session, the 20th virtual session. And um, today was all about COVID-19, the pandemic. Um, that was the report of the expert group meeting on the theme indigenous peoples and pandemics. Uh, so it's not just the COVID-19 pandemic, but also Ebola pandemic and many more pandemics or epidemics as well. Um, the future work of the permanent forum, including issues considered by the Economic and Social Council on Emerging Issues, which is is a standing agenda item. Basically, people, um, yeah, um, uh, bringing forward um, issues that the permanent forum should be addressing in the near future. Um, and but this one was specifically challenges uh, related to challenges um, on. Um, regarding the pandemics and response to them. And there was also the study on the rights of Indigenous peoples in Latin America and the Caribbean in the context of the exceptional measures adopted during the pandemic. And exceptional is not a, I would say it's a good thing. It is a, um, a extraordinary uh, measures that, that states have been using. 
um, some somewhat at odds with the rights of indigenous peoples, um, most of them. And um, Carson can very much relate uh, that we had this conversation last year when, 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 we start, when we were gearing up for this whole COVID-19 thing and that we were afraid for um, the um, for the measures that would be imposed on indigenous peoples or on peoples in general, but also on indigenous peoples that would um, be at odds or uh, with, with the human rights and the rights of indigenous peoples. Um, much has been said, um, something that stood out for me, at least. Uh, if you don't even go, I'm not even going into the, the content of the conversation, the contributions. What really stood out for me today was, and yesterday, was the lack of time, two minutes. <laughs> there's, there's, you, you cannot, uh, uh, it's, it's too difficult to say um, in two minutes um, uh, what, what you want to say. And, 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 I, and I get that there's t time is, 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 is too short, but um, people were cut off. Uh, people were so much cut off. So you know, one observation, as well as um, recommendations, I did not hear any 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 recommendations that the print form can use um, in terms of they want to have like smart recommendations, recommendations that are according to the smart criteria. And th those are two things that that, that stood out for me. Um, and uh, I've been listening to many um, side events. I've been yeah jumping back and forth with side events as well. But uh, that's just how I experienced today. Um, uh, Pirita, um let's start with you. Any? Did, did you even have time to follow uh, the print form? I know you're a busy lady. You have so many things to do. Um, yeah. There should be a question. Yeah, but... <laughs> Sorry, now you can actually hear me. No, yeah. I haven't had time to listen to anything really. I, I listened to uh, one session for maybe 30 seconds then I have to cut off. Um, I managed to um, uh, dial into the side event by the Sami Council and, and a couple of other uh, organizers. I missed the first part entirely. Uh, and then I was able to listen to part of the discussion on the truth and reconciliation processes uh, on the Norwegian side and, and uh, in the indigenous world more widely. So uh, I was unfortunately only able to listen to uh, topics that are very close to what we do anyway mm. with the Sami parliament on the Finnish side. Uh, so I've been missing out on a lot of the things uh, and, uh, and I regret that, but that's, uh, seems, that seems to happen uh, even during the, you know, the normal uh, permanent forum times I, I never managed to participate because I was too passion in mergers and acquisitions we're really really busy uh, mm -hmm. but I'm really hoping to um, try and find some time uh, and that's really my question what are, what have I missed uh, and and then my second question is um, what have been the explanations for this um, for these two minute uh, slots that have been allocated to people like what is the what is the explanation? And what I also heard um, uh, was that, uh, and I don't know whether this is true or not, but this is what I heard um, that um, some people feel that there's too much time allocated um, to uh, everyone else except indigenous peoples representatives mm -hmm. speaking in this event. So uh, just wondering about this. Um, it's it's uh, 
it's not nice to hear that there's not enough time to discuss when this is really the the place where you know we need to have the discussions yeah um uh, uh, carson you you, you want to jump jump in on that um I, I know you have some observations as well yeah uh purita pleasure to see you uh for i hope you guys can hear me perfect fantastic so um it's my first time speaking with purita but Kazali, we've been speaking almost every day <laughs> so uh <laughs> When I see the background that you've put, it's beautiful, but no one is in. <laughs> it's empty. It's empty. And uh, yeah. I can just imagine how uh, we've always been seated there um, chatting. I can imagine uh, even to yesterday when they were just opening and there's a lot of um, talking, meeting new friends and all that. But, well, this is the new thing. And I now think that almost in the hallways of the UN, uh, in this chat right now, it's almost like um, we are on at Vienna Cafe <laughs> trying to have this conversation. Let me jump into uh, Peter's idea. Uh, well, I think the first thing that I, I am also shocked as well, Gasali, is uh, the three minutes that we're used to. I, I cannot imagine how how they decided to have the two minutes. I still um, I still don't, don't, don't think that it was a good idea to give to the, uh, to, to the indigenous peoples, speakers, uh, two minutes, because it's uh, considering that there's a difference between uh, connections. Sometimes people lose uh, audio connections. There's a, a speed at which you want to read your statement and considering that they are uh, translators and all that, it's a huge challenge. Uh, well, I, I also think that the, the side events are, are too much and they are very much important as well, <laughs> just as usual. There are so many of them, but all, almost all of them are super, super important. Uh, and the other challenge that I see right now, uh, a, very, a very big challenge, uh, is the difference in time zones. Uh, I'm, I'm finding it hard to adjust. I look at my time right now, and there are events going on, and the time in New York is... Um, 3 p.m.? Yeah, 3.15 p.m. And I have some events that I, I really want to listen to um, at 6 p.m. New York time. That will be very late for me. I I know that's not everyone's fault, uh, but we have to adjust to the new um the the new the, the new normal the, the new things uh yeah uh giving it back to you the mic uh just that was the first thing that i wanted to talk about yeah yeah uh, Carson, let me park a question with you then um is this a new normal um in terms of like mm -hmm. how you uh have uh, do meetings um and let me give you a little bit of time to to think about that um because you also, I th I'm I'm in a conversation with two media savvy people, um, so I really have to like w watch out with what I'm saying. Um, so, um, um, but also like I can I get I get to ask questions that because um, uh, media is something that that and um, I, I should have put it, distribution, content creation and distribution is something that I'm I'm um, very conscious of and that I think at least indigenous people should be doing way more. Um, 
But I think that's that, that, that we, we can talk about that a little bit more down the down the conversation. Um, yeah. W- w- all right, uh, Peter. What you missed? Um, first of all, um, the the session itself, and I, I've uh, what I usually do because I, I, I multitask. So um, that's why I bought this big computer so I, have, I can do multiple things at the same time. So I I, I write statements. I do my uh, own work. And then with uh, with in my corner, I see um, a little bit of the of the session itself, and I have a document open where and I and I make any notes of anything that I find that, that are very um, remarkable. Um, so you had a wide range of organizations that took the floor um, on this. The agenda item is called uh, is is focused on COVID nineteen, and. Um, Mostly indigenous peoples were talking and states as well. Uh, they were talking about um, vaccinations and uh, sorry, vaccines and the lack of infrastructure. And um, so that was that was that was the the, um, the, the, the core message, I would say, um, that indigenous people need to be uh, uh, um, getting their, their vaccines. Uh, they're not getting enough uh, for for the entire community community. Um, but you did see, and which I find interesting because it's, there's not enough talk about that. Uh, some organizations and some, well, mostly indigenous peoples, um, they were talking about the recognition of indigenous medicine or um, lifestyle changes, things that we can do to um, strengthen ourselves or into our immune system and everything else, as in. Um, as an another uh, also an answer to 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 fighting 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 COVID nineteen, um, so that's that's what, what I what I heard in in the conversation. Um, yeah, lots of talk about vaccines. Um, there was this concern about recovery. All right, so we're now in this COVID nineteen pandemic. Everything is locked down, quarantine, and the concern is all right. How do we recover from all this? Um, People were talking about build back better, and that and this would have been used at the at the at the uh, opening ceremony, and many more people have been using it. The question is, um, what kind of recovery are we looking at? Um, so um, I, I heard someone talking about um, not just a recovery, but a rights-based recovery. Um, that the rights of Indigenous peoples are uh, now is. Um, it's super important that the rights of Indigenous peoples are uh, are uh, respected and implemented as part of the reco- recovery process. Um, there was some interesting, um, yeah, there was there was talk there was talk about, um, for example, there was a talk about a vaccine passports, uh, whether that is helpful or not, uh, whether that we should be, um, is, whether that is in line, in line with self determination. Or privacy, or if it's at odds with uh, self-determination or privacy, um, and but at the end of the day, it should not lead to deprivation of the rights of indigenous peoples. That is one of the um, extra members said of the of the uh, Perma Forum. Um, also, what in, what's interesting were two statements that were off-topic but spoke to the truth of of indigenous peoples um and there was um indigenous peoples in bolivia i i i'm, I'm sorry i can't remember the name but they were talking about genocide uh, genocide in their communities or in the peoples uh, against their peoples it was off topic 
but it it, it was um, yeah a, um, a truthful um, testimony or, or or intervention that about the the situation that they're facing right now, um, as well as a um, the Karipuna uh, representative also in Latin America talking about. Um, invaders of their land, uh, they have to need to be removed um, because otherwise, and um, because they are also victims of genocide. Um, so you had uh, a, a wide range of 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 of, of in interventions, at least that, that I what I heard. Um, a lot of statements from states as well, um, and one of the um, how should I say it. Uh, I would say it was heavy towards uh, Russian speaking. Um, and there was there was a lot of uh, Russian speaking inter uh, uh, interventions in Russia. So I don't know if that is on purpose or if that people were um, just a lot of uh, Russian speaking indigenous peoples were um, um, signing up. If that's the case, then it's 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 super cool. Um, so and then you had all these side events. Um, there was there were so many side events, Carson. I, I don't know how many you've been able to participate in, uh, but I, looking at my calendar right now, because I, I, I dosip um, props to you guys. They put everything into a calendar, uh, like an iCal or Google Calendar uh, link, so that you can import it into your own um, calendar app, and it it is crazy stuff. So in one time slot, I have like three to four side events that are super interesting. And there's like the whole day. And like um, Carson said, it can lead until like one or 2 a.m. Uh, in the morning for, for Carson and, 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 and PDT and myself. That, that's what's been happening. Um, in terms of the uh, why the two minutes, um, they have, fr uh, so it's from two hours, three hours that they can, um, yeah, there's a time allotted to them. Um, I think they also have to take into account uh, interpretation uh, because they will not go into overtime, uh, the interpreters. However, um, there was, uh, yeah, it is, it is, it's brutal. It's brutal how indigenous peoples, um, either they speed up their, 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 their statement so that they can, it's almost like a rap session that they, they're trying to wrap their way through the statement for two minutes or they get cut off. Um, and right before, and, and in some speeches that I was listening to, and uh, some speeches, um, they were like right getting into the recommendation, which is for the print form, the most important part of their, sta their statement. Uh, so that they print form knows what they have to do or what these people want them to do. And um, and it's automatically, uh, what, I, what I've seen is automatically, it gets cut off at two minutes. Um, what I've also, what I think is happening, is that um, once the chair says, all right, now you're at the floor, your time starts. Um, so um, there's so many technical difficulties and glitches that when once uh, you start with, so with the two minutes, so she gives us, she says, all right, um, you have the floor and obviously the person needs to be found in the list of, uh, of on Zoom or whatever. And that takes like five to ten seconds, but it's only five to ten seconds of your time that you don't, mm -hmm. you won't get back. Exactly. Um, so that is a super uh, challenge uh, for for a lot of indigenous peoples. Um, so people that I uh, um, uh, train or help with, with, with the statements, I already told them um, scale it down to one one minute and forty five minute 
one minute, four or five seconds, take into account that, um, um, yeah, they need, they need to find time or audio difficulties, whatever that can uh, um, be a part of it um, so that you won't get cut off at the, uh, at the two minute mark. Because that is, um, yeah, I, I think in regular sessions, normal, normal sessions, now that, uh, the chair could say like, please conclude your statement because you could hear like they're moving towards the recommendations. And now it's you can see like two minutes. Um, it, it is it is again. You can you can see it on on, on in two ways. Uh, one obviously two minutes is way too short. On the other hand, you can also you could also say devil's advocate. You could also say um, let's try to really say what I want to say in two minutes. What I can say really capitalize on the two minutes. Maybe not a brief history lesson maybe not an introduction uh, or congratulations, uh, Madam Chair, with your election, blah, 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 blah. Maybe just go go straight to the recommendations or or, or, your, um, or your intervention. So there, there are two, two thoughts I have um, about that. And um, yeah, and there's, there's just also taking it, I just realized that there's, of the speakers list, there's, um, I know that there are so many indigenous peoples that want to address the program forum, but they didn't get the chance to do so. So, um, yeah, it is. It is. It's heartbreaking, actually, to to see to know that. Um, and and props to to those that did and respect to a lot of indigenous people that did get on the speakers list and did get to present the statements. Um, you also you also know that while also knowing that there's a lot of indigenous people that do not get to speak, uh, did not get the invitation to uh, to uh, join the speakers list. So there, there, that's um, a little bit of my reflection on, on the the two minutes. And yeah, it's it's actually a con continuation of, of um, the in-person meetings. If you look at it, um, you, you point that you made, Peter, is, is very well, is very well spoken, is that um, in in-person meetings, um, one of the concerns from indigenous people was always that, that um, states talked spoke too much as well as the expert members spoke too much um taking away time because they don't have um expert members don't have really have a time limit uh, states um, um take the time limit and then some um and indigenous people have to stick to the time limit um so um it, i i can see the frustration and i think um the, what i see is that this it is this frustration is being fed uh, because what you see now in these virtual meetings that there's no there's no uh, not really a change um, in in that. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess the big message then is to be really front loaded with your speeches this year. Um, I'm a huge fan of front loaded messages anyway, and it's probably because uh, I used to be a journalist and a boss of journalists and that's how you communicate in journalism you tell the the most important thing up front mm. so uh i guess that's the brutal uh kind of uh, advice to anyone having the chance to address the forum this year um but it sounds that it's really tough um i need to uh, tune in tomorrow to really <laughs> see it myself um but hey quite a question um sure 
um, you probably have a quite a good visibility into the various um, media that usually cover indigenous issues. Um, and uh, this year that everything is virtual or at least semi-virtual, you would think that um, all sorts of media would cover this event and it would be quite easy to cover this mm. event because you can just tune in to everything. Um, and, and also if there are lists like the one you were describing that you can actually kind of feed all the side events into your uh, electronic calendar, it should be fairly easy for journalists to um, follow the events. Um, and I must say from my own community, I have seen one piece of news um, in our own media. And uh, unfortunately for me, who already knew that the forum is starting and, and I knew the theme <laughs> because of our discussions, uh, that, in, that piece of news did not give any information or any use for me. I was hoping that it would give a really good summary of all the sessions, you know, what, which uh, we should definitely not miss, you know, who are the Sami people uh, speaking, uh, what are the Sami organized side events, how is the Sami parliament involved, uh, how are the Arctic indigenous peoples, what about the other indigenous peoples, how are we addressing COVID-19 and so on. This is the kind of journalism that would have helped me as someone who's really interested in indigenous issues, who's interested in the permanent forum, but who's unfortunately doesn't have time to do the research myself. So um, how is it um, in the other indigenous communities? And then uh, looking even beyond are uh, kind of the, the uh, major media, other media covering the forum. Yeah. Um, Carson, any thoughts on that? Well, I, I think I lost you for a moment. I lost my connection and um, I don't know for how many seconds, but... Uh, uh, well, yeah, so the, uh, the question is, is the, the, the media attention on the Permanent Forum and, and um, the many events that are ongoing and the issues that Indian peoples are bringing forward. Um, um, do you see any media attention maybe in, in Kenya uh, or maybe a little bit broader because you're also part of the Youth Caucus? Uh, do you see any media um, inquiries um, 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 you see passing by or any, anything towards, towards that end? Um, any thoughts on that? Any observations? Yeah, uh, there was uh, there was some some in our media houses uh, written uh, in newspapers about actually last year, but I haven't seen this year, and I wouldn't say that they haven't written. But uh, I just wanted to say that I saw last year when they mentioned how several meetings were either postponed or uh, just cancelled indefinitely, and. Uh, uh, among them was uh, the GEA um, last year permanent forum, of course. Uh, but I, I haven't seen action uh, right now of a lot of media organizations or even trying to reach out um, because uh, for some reason when we were in, in the UN, uh, most of the time you would get invited for a short piece just to speak about something. Um, and of course, through email, because no, you would meet with journalists on the hallways of the at the hallways or in conference rooms. But most importantly, uh, you would get this information through emails. But uh, 
this year no none at all so uh, uh, just like uh, Pirita said it should be easy for journalists to pick information because it would be something like this and um, uh, and and they would get written statements um, I mean it, it, the articles would be so good and it would be direct and you, you don't have to make it so big of a story or to create a storyline yeah uh, uh, just to say that I haven't seen any this year yeah uh, like uh, Carson um and one, one thought that I have is like compared to previous years and because it's virtual there usually there's a buzz when uh, when the print form uh, um, it com comes to town and also like um, when if the print form is around like the, the third week of April you can already see like uh, people promoting side events um, some events conversations uh, media inquiries um, uh, late March, you see, you see it all building up, and compared to that, to this year, it's absolutely nothing. It is uh, um, you see different form trying to uh, leverage the, their social media channels. Uh, they, they try to uh, um, uh, doing their best to 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 create some content ar around it to build some 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 traction. But is it is from an English side, uh, you do, you see it. Um, or not, not, not just indigenous side, but just in, 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 in general, you don't see a buzz, you know, you don't, you don't see uh, that it is uh, that, that buildup um, towards the, the, the two weeks and, and at the, at the, um, in New York and which, which now that I say this and it just pops, pop, pops a thought into my mind and also media, like uh, when the print form goes to the New York, and you see, especially day one, uh, and Carson, you know as well uh, as I do that day one is in this the General Assembly Hall, and people all you wear their regalia, their indigenous traditional attire, and that's when all the photos are made. Uh, that's when all the pictures are made, and uh, interviews and everything else, and um, and then you see like it, it's it doses off a little bit the media attention. Uh, it, so the peak is on the first day, and then it, then it dozes off. So, like, is it maybe that um, it is uh, only as um, interesting indigenous issues when it's as sexy as in have an indigenous person in their traditional attire sitting at the general assembly, good for the photo op, um, a nice nice story beneath it, and that instead of a indigenous person in in, in just in normal clothes. In front of a webcam, but not having the UN web uh, UN background, um, so maybe does it expose? I'm just challenging my own thoughts here. Uh, does it expose maybe the um, that it's all about optics, uh, about like how it looks like uh, in terms of um, from a from a media standpoint, or am I um, am I um, too cynical uh, about uh, for, um, looking at uh, the media side of things. I'm very cynical too. I think it's because journalists don't get to travel to New York City. That's why they're not interested in covering this. I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, yeah. Where, you know, it should be really easy to cover all of this now and get a really good comprehensive view, for example, on today's topic. COVID-19, how has that influenced negatively various indigenous peoples around the world? What a 
a, an amazing opportunity to get a really 360 view of what's been happening around the world and get quotes and, and, and so on and, and then maybe reach some of the people who made statements and ask further questions from them and, and so on. So uh, I, I'd really like to see this kind of in-depth media coverage and reporting uh, that is also catered uh, to us so that we would get to the details and to the in-depth understanding of what's being discussed today, for example, mm. instead of being only on this superficial level saying, oh, wow, see these these colorful clothes that are filling up the UN rooms and, and da da la la uh, which is, you know, it doesn't get, add any value. This kind of reporting doesn't add any value to us. In terms of content, of course, you know, it's attention, but uh, it doesn't add any understanding and it, it's not catered to us. And uh, this year I, I, I thought that there would be more coverage uh, or maybe there will be, <laughs> maybe there are some journalists listening or maybe they will hear my regards um but this is really now a good time to show what you can do yeah uh jumping in as well uh i think pirita as a media practitioner for a very long time i said it all uh i would add something as well uh the most important thing that puts away journalists is the the parts associated with traveling to the headquarters of the un uh being around the un and uh, taking the those beautiful photos, um, identifying speakers as well. But then again, uh, that would be my solution and the idea that I'm thinking right now. Uh, the Permanent Forum should have activated something, sort of this one, uh, like the StreamYard right now, and then uh, put it in the back end of the media zone that we usually use. And then we can utilize that media zone and speak about our own issues. And this is something that has come out so clearly even in the past events that indigenous peoples should always tell their stories um, in their own view, in their own world, rather than waiting for uh, uh, outside media to tell their stories or their challenges, their issues mm -hmm. within their communities. And this is coming, really, coming out uh, this time around uh, in this uncertain uh, permanent forum, I mean, abnormal, so, so to use such words, and sorry to the UN, I know they're doing a great job, but just to say that due to the challenges that we have right now, this is the moment, and I challenge the uh, brothers and sisters listening in this call, the indigenous persons, uh, let us strengthen our media uh, campaigns, our media outreach, and and and. and and, and put out tools that we have at our disposal, uh, improve on our creativity. Look at what uh, this brother has done, uh, Ghazali. You've been at the forefront since last year uh, during the pandemic. Uh, I mean, when the pandemic hit and you've done a great job in showing us the way. And I, and I think this is the way. Let's tell our stories instead of waiting for Washington Post, Huffington, Huffington Post, or a local media like The Nation in Kenya, Nation media or standard, those are the two major ones. Now, instead of waiting for those guys, let's tell our own stories, let's create. Um, yeah. And also this, uh, I see someone has written CNN. <laughs> That's, um, Carson News I Network. Know. Yeah, I, I couldn't I agree know. more with what you're saying. And, you know, we have our own media and I'm challenging, for example, the Sami media in three countries to actually mm -hmm. cover 
the permanent form than that now that it is virtual. And, uh, you know, uh, we have national reach within the Nordic countries and uh, there are even opportunities to publish in English. So all the tools are there. Just use them, please. And mm. they can access and they can access to run the operation. I know. And they can access the the UN credentials, everything. I mean, like not the physical ones, but they can access the information just as uh, indigenous media, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah they yeah. should. Yeah, and there's um, if you look at the list of side events, it is crazy. There's so many events uh, on uh, today alone. Um, there, there's over 23 side events that I know of, and um, you know, and there's 23 today, probably tomorrow as well. And you you have access to so many insights, to so many stories and, and, and people uh, um, on, on so many um, uh, topics as well. Um, I Today, for example, uh, like Pirita said, I, I was for a little bit in the, the Truth and Reconciliation uh, uh, side event. <clears throat> and then for, for a while, I, was, I, I sat in the, in the FAO, the Food and Agriculture Organi um, Organization side event. And there's there's... I, I had to like ma manage my time. Like, all right, now I want to jump to this one, to that one. Access access to vaccinations. And there's so many so many side events uh, going on. So there's literally no excuse. There's no excuse for uh, um, interested people, researchers, which includes researchers, academics, as well as media, um, to um, um, to not. Uh, engage with indigenous peoples on these various topics, and um, we're, we're doing what we can. We're doing what we can, and it's um, it is my it is my hope though that we we will step away from Zoom as 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 soon as possible, um, because Zoom is still like a gated community. Like you need to register and your email address and everything else. Um, and I'd like to have it out in the open. Um, like this, like you just like, click on it and you, you open YouTube or Facebook or Twitter and you see uh, my ugly face. And um, and uh, so that's, it is more open. So I would like to see that that more happening, but I 100% agree. All right, why? Yeah, this is, this is a good question. Why are we, um, what do we need? Or why haven't we done that yet? Um, taking charge of our own media, content creation, distribution, uh, what is stopping us from, uh, and these peoples in general, uh, from doing that? A good question. I guess one answer is that we're so busy with other things that if we also True. have to, you know, <laughs> do the communications, all of that, it, it doesn't happen just like that. You have to put in a lot of effort, um, unless you're very, very skilled, like uh, Ghazali, who, who's the master <laughs> of all sorts of online tools and so on. I'm, I'm amazed liar, by, liar. by the, the tools that you come up with like this one. I had no idea that there is a platform like this. Um, but, you know, if you want to do communications well, you obviously have to put in the effort and time, and, and that's away then from something else. Um, and I'm a media and commerce person and I have a media and commerce degree. So I'm not saying that media and communications is not important, 
quite the opposite. I'm very passionate about it, about communications, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, it, it can't be the job of those people who are advocating and, and working and, and doing, you know, there's enough struggle as it, as is. So um, I understand if people can't, you know, stretch their resources too thin. Um, mm-hmm. But then I'm sure that, you know, um, um, the more the, the different tools and so on um, get familiar, you know, young people pick up on the tools and then they get interested in indigenous issues. We probably see a lot more people who could help with that communications role. Um, but uh, I would also expect more from the majority media. If you think about it, uh, the mainstream media, because uh, this year's one of the topics is the pandemic. Uh, and it's something that we are all going through and it's, it's a common topic. Uh, and I'm sure that people are quite tired of the conventional conventional uh, perspectives to the COVID-19 pandemic. And they'd be very interested in hearing how the pandemic has affected indigenous peoples around the world. And and what are the similarities that are, that indigenous peoples are experiencing? And then are, what are the very specific circumstances uh, around the world? And I, I'm sure that people would be really interested, the audience, I mean, would be really interested in, in uh, reading about this. And and maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe we see amazing reporting tomorrow. Uh, let's uh, mm-hmm. hope that tomorrow let's will prove me yeah. wrong. Um, but but thinking that there is such a global theme that resonates with everyone mm-hmm. and would be also an opportunity to um, tell about indigenous peoples in a new way through this common theme that we all share. So uh, I don't know what's going on, but I hope it will improve. Corson, give give us an insight because you, you like um, wherever you go, you take a camera with you. Um, you record as much as possible. What what is the philosophy behind it? Um, why do you do why do you do that? Well, uh, yeah. First of all, I'm not trained uh, in media. Uh, I was just born uh, trying to do it, but my dad refused, and he said that. Um, no one in his family was going to do media or law. The two of you are already a lawyer <laughs> and a media practitioner, and I was denied that, not with a bad intention. My dad said that, uh, he said that media lawyers and media practitioners manipulate the truth. And so I sought from the beginning to change that narrative. And the only way was to teach myself and to, to do it right, to tell the story of my people. And uh, that's how I picked it up. And I thought of uh, teaching myself, learning through the process. And it is a resource. Uh, I mean, it, it requires a lot of resources. But as you have seen, because you are an inspiration to me as well, because you're using the, the, um, the digital media to tell the story of... Uh, to empower and to build the capacity of indigenous peoples worldwide. And so for me, uh, well, I think that the greatest challenge as our sister here said is capacity. And uh, we are so busy with other things. Those of us who are uh, in the movement already, so we're busy with uh, advocating for the core issues that we want to talk about. While we don't have those who want to 
who would want to take it professionally from where we are or that um, knowledge sharing. And so I think the greatest uh, problem that we have is uh, intergenerational knowledge transfer. And we need to, to impart this knowledge to the young generation, uh, especially uh, the elderly from the society should, uh, should encourage the young people by giving them the information about their communities, the struggles, uh, and the history, and the and the and the, 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 the things that have made that community or the peoples to be strong. Uh, I I would look at my my own community and my own people uh, at this moment that the Indoor is, and I would say that if we had that knowledge before, we would be having a lot of material uh, to just tell our story because there's little about what is going on and you find the young people being a depressed lot and when you find them in the digital media uh it's just about uh pouring out the uh, complaints and everything because there's no no much information to tell and so that has been my inspiration to dig so much information and to tell it out there because if, if we even the conventional media that doesn't belong to our people will always tell the story from their own point of view. And so every time you see me with a camera, be it on my phone or uh, or just the, no, the, the normal professional camera, it's because I want to capture as much as possible and to study and to tell that story. Uh, that's that's the inspiration. And just to, 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 to show that media can be used uh, to tell the truth and uh, not to manipulate the truth as my... my my own dad would say, and uh, just to say that, is, uh, that right now he's happy with what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank That's you. so great to hear. And I think that is the most important thing uh, for being a journalist or uh, a storyteller, that you have passion for it. And and you you have your own vision, how you want to do it and what you want to do. And I've seen that some of the best journalists are not those ones who have you know, formal education or training for the profession, but uh, the best journalists are those who have the passion and, and they really want to, you know, either dig into, you know, information really deep, they're, they're into investigative journalism, or they want to tell amazing visual stories or interview people, show feelings, and so on. You really have to have that passion. I think that's a great starting point. And you can always study, you know, down the line. Um, I did journalism for quite some time before I did my media degree. So you can uh, do it without degrees and so on. The passion is the most important thing. And then the second thing I want to say, uh, you know, about telling the truth, if there is no indigenous perspective in the media, then that cannot be the whole truth. Um, but of course, you know, uh, Western society is blind to that. They don't understand that there is there are other perspectives and, and it's really good that there are indigenous journalists who also go and work in, in uh, mainstream media uh, because then they can bring that perspective uh, from within those organizations. So um, I really encourage you to continue. What is, now, now, now I'm super curious about you, you guys are so media savvy. Um, what is, um, the, the your um yeah how should i call it, call it like masterpiece what, what what like what you're super proud of what you what you've 
what what, what you've created or documented um something that you you'd be like wow um uh, that's what I, I made that well uh i would go fast <laughs> uh when 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 i saw that i could do this and i had this power and uh, the satisfaction that i got after shooting a, a short video for example of my give an example of a of an elder giving me a story of my people and i could edit uh put this i want them to tell them in my own language that i understand and put them the subtitles and edit all this learning by myself the video editing and all that uh i knew that there was power there was power to tell the story of my people without diluting it of course being rich, uh, uh, having it so rich and having collected a lot of information especially uh before the pandemic and i wanted to publish them in a responsible way i established a project that i have them and i haven't shared them yet i shared with dosip a few uh much thanks to dosip team by the way led by um uh i would say i'll say the name later <laughs> uh dosip really helped us to to train sorry uh, the executive director no the direct no uh, oh. uh the director also helped us uh okay. but there is there's another uh, i mean the name is i know this is embarrassing i'm forgetting that's, that's the okay. name <laughs> yeah uh but they taught they they there was a very uh inspiring workshop that they they did for within the seven socioeconomic and cultural uh regions of the UN and uh empowering uh empowering indigenous communities to do to do to do oh he's uh eves is just commenting on we we underwent the same training with eves <laughs> um and 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 uh you can remind me the name of uh the name of the of the of the of the retrainer oh the trainer yeah he was the coordinator mm. uh but i would just wanted to say that it was audiovisual and it was five days training uh of course for me i i already knew but the most important thing was having that training the human rights uh, rights aspect taking um taking interviews and sharing with them so i shared a few of those clips with uh, dosip but a lot of them after the project i took them and i still store them to date but i want to share and in in uh, have some kind of a resource center for our people to see as we also have another online resource that all the world can be able to read about uh, to, to read and listen and to view the story from our own perspective and so that to me is already an achievement that i'm really proud of uh, and watch this space uh, it's coming out already and um uh, gasali might know because over the last year we've been working on some media projects as well uh though it wasn't a lot but it was almost on the same angle so yeah thank you hmm. well my proudest achievement um is the um establishment of um 
own Sami TV language news uh, for the Finnish broadcasting company. There was already uh, kind of the Nordic Sami TV news broadcast, um, but we were able to establish another one, five minutes every day, five additional minutes of Sami issues and Sami language on national TV. And it started with 300,000 viewers, and I think it's now about half a million every day, every weekday. And uh, last year, uh, when the COVID pandemic started and, and the lockdown started, I think the record day was 800,000 people uh, viewing uh, the Sami language TV news on the national channel. Uh, and and I'm really proud of that. Uh, and that's probably my biggest achievement in my lifetime so far. Um, and uh, I'm really glad that then, you know, I don't uh, work in the Sami media anymore, but um, the staff who are continuing with it, they have expanded the uh, broadcast from just Northern Sami to Inari and Skol Sami, which are the two other Sami languages spoken on the, on the Finnish side. So it's quite amazing, like Inari Sami and Skol Sami, both are languages that are spoken by about 400 people or so. Um, and they get to, you know, have their news anchor about once a month for a week mm. on national TV. So that's quite amazing. And here's here's an idea. Go ahead, Carson. Sorry, I uh, just wanted to, yeah. sorry to cut you short. I just wanted to say, to, to uh, formally recognize that Fabrice, Fabrice Perrin from DOSEP um, was the man behind oh. that training and i'm really grateful sending shout outs to him and remy as well um and the former director are really grateful uh for that training it sort of uh gave me the the impetus and uh, the energy to move forward thank you no th thanks for for um for coming back to me with um not 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 to me come on uh but like for um, recognizing people that 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 um, that helped you, I think it's super important that um, that we um, yeah that we also recognize people that that that, got, that helped us got get us to the point where we are at right now. Um, so uh, really uh, commend you for 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 taking the time to do that, Carson. Um, or here's an idea that I that I'm walking around with, and and maybe people someone that's listening might be able to. Um, Take that idea and I walk walk away with it, and which is which is fine as long as it happens. Um, but <clears throat> uh, I, I I recognize what you said, Peter, that, that that people that are on the ground are are, are the human rights activists, um, and and that they let's assume that they don't have the time to um, yeah to to. Get the phones out and then record it as uh, a, a vlog or something um, because they don't have any time to do that. They're dealing with much uh, more difficult things. However, there, there's there's um, this this whole thing as also an opportunity, right? It's also an opportunity to uh, you can you can you can use it, take the time to shoot some videos or comments, podcasts, whatever. So I do recognize also the, the that you um, that you that you can use it. Um, whilst you're doing the activist work. Um, however, we're not there yet. And these people are not there yet. That, that um, in terms of 
consciousness, um, lifestyle maybe, or yeah, conscious is, is a better word to describe it, that um, they, with their phones, they have access to the entire world. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Um, so in, in a way, just one of what I'm trying to say is that, that is that, that content creation and distribution, you have it already in your in your, in your own phone. Granted, there's this, this media, you want to have that media attention as well. Um, but there's this, um, I, I think, Here's what I here's how I see it. This whole world, the whole world right now is um, the world of middleman is is about to disappear. So what's standing between you as indigenous peoples and the general public? Right now, mainstream media is standing between indigenous peoples and the general general public. Um, with the internet, with and which includes social media, that the 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 the, the middleman should be afraid right right now because because it, it is um, it's soon to become obsolete um, and that's not just in, not just in the media I truly believe and this is what, uh, and this is my mindset a little bit is that um, this whole middleman um, disappearing is not just with media or something else but also when, with when it comes to sovereignty in the indigenous sovereignty. Um, and these people right now go to the go to the UN seeking sovereignty or mutual um, recognition. Um, as soon as the indigenous peoples and or states figure out that uh, they can do it like nation to nation mutual recognition, it puts the UN out of play and it, the UN becomes very super vulnerable. Um, so the, the, I see the, a, a a move within the world that that, that that's. No, sorry, not seeing interpreting a move in the world that that's eliminating the middleman. What I was going to say uh, to go back to media is, wouldn't it be awesome if there was an indigenous um, OTT, so like indigenous, like kind of Netflix kind of thing, but just for indigenous documentaries, um, live streams, Carson News Network. Uh, um, um, uh, Ilesap me and uh, that there's one app that that streams only information and, and uh, like like a Netflix, but also with live streams with um, with indigenous content and which which and that app you can also read stuff because so that yeah you you can you can there's so many opportunities right now that I see that I would love indigenous peoples to, to tap into and um, to um, use to get the message out there, the, the, the struggles, the realities, as well as the, the, um, um, how should you say, the, the visions out there. Um, at least that's a, I think that that's, it's an idea at least. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a great idea, uh, and it would be good if um, it was curated as well, so that there would be people who would help um, viewers and listeners and readers to kind of contextualize what they're seeing. So kind of bringing in various media content and then kind of explaining it and interpreting it to various audiences, uh, that'd be great. Um, having said that, I understand also um, many many of the challenges that you face if you start live streaming or blogging or tweeting and, and appearing and, and kind of you you um, 
when when you're making yourself heard on social media, for example, and talking about indigenous rights, because you can really become a target of online hate, online harassment, uh, all sorts of pressurizing and and uh, belittling and ridiculing and, and so on. So it's a tough spot to expose yourself to and, and put yourself to. Um, and I know that many indigenous activists who are active on Twitter and other social media, you know, go through times when it's really tough and, I, and they get a lot of hate mm. and harassment and all sorts of stuff online. And then they have to take some time, you know, or, or kind of, you know, you can't be out there all the time. You really, you, you uh, face some really ugly stuff out there. And I've been doing some academic work on this, on indigenous uh, freedom of speech. Uh, and that's a whole another topic that we could discuss some other time. But um, I think there's a lot of work there uh, to make sure that, you know, also we can uh, voice our thoughts, our opinions, talk, tell our stories without uh, being afraid of hate speech and harassment and so on. And there's a long way to go. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um, uh, Carson, any... Any experiences in that? Like, do you, uh, when you put out content, uh, what is the general, how do people um, receive it? Um, and um, any any lessons that you've learned um, when you when you put out um, content? Well, uh, I would I wouldn't say that I have faced uh, that reprisal from netizens, if I would call them. Uh, but I've seen my colleagues have gone through. I've, I have faced a few uh, mild um, negative comments, but I've seen some of my friends who've been victimized for standing for the rights of uh, our people. And uh, what, what, what Pirita said is, is true. Well, especially in this side of the world, uh, people seem to be on Twitter of Facebook just to vent and they're yeah. venting out of what is in their own lives. They yeah. see human rights defenders as some um, special characters to disturb uh, the society the way it is, which is really wrong. And uh, putting yourself out there to speak about the issues in the community um, exposes you to cyber bullies and to some extent create some uh, internet extremists, I would say, uh, it's happening around here in Kenya. It's so yeah. much that uh, for me, I wouldn't prefer even using Twitter because there's a lot of negativity. Most of the information that you see out there is so negative. You would be putting something with positive vibes or even just mentioning something that benefits the entire society. Um, but you get you, you get cyberbullied. People go personal. They go beyond uh, the attitude of the tweet, for example. And so uh, there are so many challenges coming with using these digital media. Um, but of course, we uh, as human rights defenders, especially indigenous people's defenders, we have to develop that thick skin because these issues must be talked about. And if we don't do, no one else will. Uh, and no one else will say, no one else will tell our stories. Uh, there was a time that I, 
I wrote, I shared with uh, my story with a few, uh, with a very popular media, online media channel uh, around here. And um, there they were very good comments. But then again, there came some who were not impressed that I was talking about just a specific segment of the of the community. Uh, that why would you why would you classify yourself like this and this and this? Your special your issues are not so special. Um, you see such kind of comments, and they were very negative, and they were not uh, well intentioned. And and I. I must admit that every now and then before I write something, sometimes I think about how people would take it personal, even if it's not personal for me. And so there's that risk out there. But then um, the most important encouragement always is to tell the story and telling uh, as it is from my own point of view as that person from that community or from that people, from that nation of a people who haven't had anyone talk about their issues. And that explains why I see those people who have come before me, the leaders from my my, my people uh, who came before me, they are so thick-skinned in this kind of conversation that you there's no comment that will shake them. They start firm belief. And I do believe that we are here because of the sum total of a lot of people who have made a lot of sacrifices and they've lost a lot, uh, probably a lot about their personal life uh, for us to even, for example, to win that case that we see. And uh, I realized that and I hold with very much esteem those people. And um, it gives me encouragement to create a new frontier to speak about our rights, uh, especially using the new emerging media and you've mentioned something really important, uh, the world of the middleman. And that is very important. We don't have to talk to, a, for example, we may not have to talk to a conventional media journalist uh, to tell our story. We, we may not have to do that because currently a, a bigger percentage of uh, my generation are online. And I just have to create a content. They already have their own content. And we have to merge whatever we're talking about. And people will listen. They're already there. Yeah, so the the people are already there. They they are not using. Uh, I mean, they are available on this media. This right now, probably even listening right now. Uh, I know this is your channel, Gasali, but probably they are already hooked in. And I'm so happy that uh, that middleman to the conventional media is almost cut out because I don't want to call names, but uh, there's a lot of corruption even in the. In, in these other kind of media, the conventional media, and, and it's not easy to tell your story as it is. People change the narrative. It's so painful when you see the narrative being changed. Uh, and we don't want to create that, of course, considering the, the theme of this year's conversation of the permanent forum, peace, justice, and strong institutions. Uh, and I see hope in taking a diplomatic language, uh, but using a strong language uh, to pass the message. Hmm. Um, uh, okay, guys, uh, before you continue, I have to drop off. I will sure. listen, but I have to drop off. I have to, um, you know, it's getting very late. I'm, I'm sure, I yeah. go to bed. Um, but I'll listen in uh, and I'll continue listening uh, the following days and hopefully 
tomorrow I'll actually manage to listen to a couple of sessions no, from, from the forum. But hey, no, I appreciate we really talking to you. We're taking the time. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. Have a bye good bye. night. Bye bye. Good night. Yeah, that's what I, that's so that's what I like of um that's what I did this, right? Drop in, drop off. So like you can you can drop in and out whenever you can. Yeah. Um it, I hope hope you have a little bit more time, uh Carson, um to talk a little go 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 much deeper, a little bit deeper, not not deeper into it, expand a little bit on this. Um do you have an idea of um how should I put it? But right. with with your with your media mindset, right? So, so you, you you pay a lot you pay a lot of attention to that, um, very much. Um, you, you look at from 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 the the eyes of a media man. Looking at um, the statements today, you know, trying to trying to trying to reel in the the the, the events of the day. Two minutes. Um, a lot of Indigenous people did not get to um, present their statements, or. Well, uh, sorry, I said say correctly. Um, they did get to present the statements, but they were running out of time. Um, anything that um, and Peter said before, both um, like uh, 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 for example, that she um, the punchline or the, the point of your statement that you bring it to to the to the beginning. Is it like anything else that you that you would recommend um, as in because that's a message that you want that you want to convey, right? And you only have two minutes, and probably like 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 in any type of media, the first couple of seconds are like the hook that you need to hook people in. Um, also, making sure that people don't zone out. Um, any anything that you that you've seen, or um, in in your in the various statements, or that you've seen, uh, or that you would like to see improved. That these people can use to be more um, be more effective with, with their time and looking at it from a media standpoint. Yeah. Uh, well, it was it 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 wasn't. I I had not thought about. Um, I mean, uh, conclusively thought about how um, or the best practice to do. Uh, to make this one work. But I'm thinking, uh, before you jump into the recommendations, uh, make sure make sure you, of course, through the training that I've gone through before, uh, the most important thing, uh, and I've seen through today, is um, don't go into the situations that you want to describe. Don't describe any situation. Go straight to the point and make the recommendation. Two minutes is really small, uh, a short time. And considering the challenges that we have right now, you're not using um, internal audio systems like the way we would do in that all in the background uh, or even a conference room, uh, those microphones. No, this it is like, you. I mean, we're using a virtual connection and there are the challenges that we do have, connection challenges, uh, there's... Uh, the translators that you have to speak slowly. So consider your message into one minute and 30 seconds. Um, mm. The other 30 seconds that remains for the two minutes uh, is give or take, like for lack of better term, uh, you would 
it is it is for you to introduce yourself uh for you to when you have a, a connection problem or uh, for you to speak slowly because of uh, the interpretations that you want to pass uh i mean for the interpreters to make to to get your message uh and, and that is the most important thing uh so keyword is uh, bring out introduce yourself within the first like uh, less than 10 seconds uh, talk about your issue now and then jump into the recommendations right away because we we're used to three minutes but now it's only two minutes mm-hmm. and um so uh, i don't have uh, like a quick fix for that but it's if i were to give my statement right now i would do that i would introduce myself within the first 10 minutes uh jump into the uh into the subject matter uh delve into try to sort of uh give some analysis if i was to talk about uh for example human rights violations so introduce yourself uh introduce why you are talking about the human rights violation on peace justice and strong institu- uh, institutions touching on sustainable development goal number 16 and if i was to talk about for example the violent uh violent extremism that is meted out on indigenous peoples from uh sahel region for example mm-hmm. uh talk about that issue give a context and jump right into into the recommendations why do you want the un what do you want the un to 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 know what do you want the you the member states to hear that mm. is a uh, sort of my quick fix for now right but there's a lot yeah, so super helpful um yeah. that um all knowing that um yeah two minutes is is not very long and there's only so much that you can say in two minutes um i i, I Personally, I, I still keep um, a, a certain structure in my mind, even if it's two minutes. One minute, we'll be cutting it too close, too short. Uh, but two minutes, um, I'll always try to have the narrative, the, the story, the analysis, and then um, the recommendations um, to so that it, it makes sense, you know, that, that the whole thing makes, uh, the statement makes sense. Because, um, so, yeah, um, and then, the the problem that i that i saw today as well was that the recommendations were um um and that's why i like to use this smart criteria specific measurable um mm-hmm. you know on the the smart criteria so that um the print form can knows what it, what you want it to do um knows that you have done your research that you know how um the, that you know the mandate and you know um that the un firm knows that um uh, yeah that you've done your research and as well as that it's time bound knowing that you want to see this um this particular recommendation before the next uh session or uh, uh um in session in two sessions um, I've been missing that a little bit. I, I saw, I heard one recommendation. I think was the uh, United Confederation of Taino People. Uh, mm-hmm. They gave three recommendations. One of them was super, according to the smart rec, smart uh, criteria, 
and I think I think I think we should move moving towards that to make it more uh, comprehensible for the print form, but also to keep them accountable. It's measurable. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, a, a goal um, you can't see, you can't hit, right? So it is. You need to have a, a well-defined goal. Um, yeah. That you give it actually to the UN. You, you give it to the print form. All right, this is the goal that you, I want you to hit. If you don't get to hit it, then we can come back next year. Next year, and say, like, oh, hold on, this is what I recommended to you, and um, provided that it goes into the report, of course. Um, but um, yeah, it, it is. It, it would be more helpful for the print form to uh, for indigenous peoples to craft the recommendations um, with a little bit more. Uh, uh, elements in there that so that they can that is measurable mm -hmm. and that it, that it, that is time bound. Otherwise, it is too difficult um, for both indigenous peoples as well as uh, the print form to. Um, you can see it already mm -hmm. for the last uh, nineteen years or oh, twenty years. Then um, that there's a lot of recommendations, um, and but you, you can see that uh, I can imagine. Let me say that. I can imagine that for a rapporteur or for a chairperson that they have to go through the statements and I just to figure out what the recommendation is, um, yeah. and or what type of recommendation they the the particular person is meant to say and try mm -hmm. and try to translate that into a recommendation that it can go into the final report. Mm -hmm. You want to make it as easy as possible uh, for the print yeah. form uh, in, in this sense, I would say, because mm -hmm. um, if the recommendation is accurate, then they can also accurately help you in your situation um, you, you, and address your human rights violations. So that is some, something that I, um, listening to, to, to the many statements, um, um, and you can only, I can hear you thinking like, well, Ghazali, why don't you present a statement? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I did not get to, got, got selected for the, uh, for the speaker's list, um, but it's fine. You know, it, it is, I know, I know that there's, um, there's a whole lot more things outside of the parent forum that we, we, we can participate in. Including the side events, which are which are, and in my view, also super important. Um, uh, Carson, take take us through um, did you um, to a, to a side event of today, for example? Did you did you participate in in, in a side event as a, as a speaker or just as yeah. a listener? As uh, a speaker, well, uh, yeah. Today I listened a little bit about uh, um for two for, for like twenty minutes uh, the permanent forum. Um, but I had some work-related stuff I had to to move out. Uh, but then uh, I made it to participate in one of the side events. Um, IFGIA, uh, they were launching uh, they were launching the Indigenous World uh, publication that they usually launch for every every year, and it was yeah. uh, really an important eye opening. A lot of the speakers were there. Uh, very, 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 uh, very, I would say, uh, speakers with the panelists were with a ton of knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, Elsa was there, uh, and the entire um, FGA team. And uh, it was just a normal, um, a normal setup uh, event, uh, sort of a webinar. And I learned uh, about. Uh, the, the authors of uh, a few of the chapters uh, from a few of the regions that they were they had selected to to speak, and 
Yeah, uh, the, the, it, it was just a launch. That is the only side event that I, uh, mm-hmm. I attended today. Uh, 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 yesterday, some some events as well. And uh, so far, the most important event that I participated in was the regional one uh, for Africa. Uh, of course, the opening, very important. I listened to uh, uh, Indus Hindu yesterday uh, for, for, for just a short time. Uh, too sad that I wasn't able to join the green, uh, I mean, uh, the green room. <laughs> I know you. That's you okay. About it. Yeah. Uh, but still, still, we see some challenges in these side events as well. Uh, the greatest one is the time zone, as I had said before. And uh, But I still think that a lot of people are participating in this, um, in this year's uh, permanent forum, which is virtual, of course, everyone knows that. Uh, a lot of people are participating because it's accessible wherever they are, with just a connection, even though most of uh, indigenous peoples are not, uh, they may not access these services, but it is possible with community halls, for example, to set up uh, uh, listening, uh, I mean, uh, to just log in and listen, uh, or even to to give a statement as a community. It's easy right now to, to read in front of your community. Uh, your statement, but you're reading to the entire world. I see that as a possibility across the world. Mm. And uh, yeah, I would say that. And tomorrow uh, I will be speaking. I think together we'll be in a, in a side event as well. Uh, there's going to be another event at midnight my time. Actually, 1 a.m. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> 1 a.m. So I'm going to have to put some and Alan, go to bed, then wake up, speak, go back. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new normal, uh, because we have to speak. We have to speak about these issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Is, is it, so 1 a.m., which side of it is that one? Is that uh, The one that I will be with Manuel, Habitat. Uh, is it Habit, uh, Habitat Pro? Uh, we'll oh, is it uh, the Article 46? Yes, Article Four Six. Oh man, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be one a.m. Oh. <laughs> my time, one a.m. My I time. See, I see it now. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> yeah, twelve thirty p. Uh, yeah, a.m. Uh, all time. the way to. <laughs> yeah, and these people's uh, yeah. rights beyond Article Forty Six. A conversation with global leaders. Um, you, you're one of them, uh, obviously. Yeah, um, talking about Article Forty Six, which is on. Territorial integrity and political unity. Um, Correct. The um, controversial, uh, um, very, very, very controversial, controversial. provision <laughs> of, the, of the of the declaration. Um, don't preempt. Uh, don't preempt. We're gonna. Uh, are you going to join us? <laughs> because it's <laughs> past midnight. Well, obviously, <laughs> I'm a night owl anyway. So. Um, Anyway, um, because, um, not, only, not only because of this, uh, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely listen in. I'm I'm cu- super curious about the, the the views that people have on Article Forty Six. Yeah, um, as it's um, I've been confronted with it um, uh, several times in, in negotiations. Um, yeah, they throw an Article Forty Six at me. 
would, in, would um, love to see would love to see a comment from you as well <laughs> what do you want to know uh, like um, during the show uh, i i guess you 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 will be available as well for the uh, uh tribal link uh, project access undp uh, learning for nature event uh, tomorrow as well 22nd yeah the we're that we're going to uh, show the project access online yeah, what time will it be? Yeah. What time will it be? That's um, at least my time. It will be seven p.m. I believe. Uh, that that should be eight thirty my time. <laughs> yeah, so there's one one eight, p.m. Eight. Uh, yeah, one p.m. in uh, New York. Uh, yeah. From one yeah. to what two thirty, the side event on Indian peoples at the United Nations course, um, yeah. organized by the UNDP Learning for Nature Traveling Foundation <laughs> of the late. Yeah. Um, our dear friend, ally, as yeah. well as mentor and fairy godmother, yeah. Um, yeah. Craft. Um Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would just uh, several things. So if, uh, I have that one, and then mm -hmm. green room, obviously, and yeah. then in the middle of the night, I'll I'll listen to you. Um, <laughs> hey, by all, hey, do, uh, don't be mad at me. I'll, I'll probably listen in, uh, and I'll I'll put my no, um, no camera pressure. on. No. Uh, no pressure, no pressure, Off. my brother. No pressure. This is the moment that we all have to understand each other. It's not easy, uh, mm. and, and feel no pressure at all. Like um, all the most important thing, most of these things are recorded, and you can still listen to them um, later at any time of your choosing. And that's what I'm doing as well. Uh, where I can't, I, I cannot make it. Like uh, so, I would. I mean, like I can't make it. Uh, mm. It's not like intentional, so don't, don't don't feel any pressure. Like you, you really have to attend. No. Well, it it, uh, it is also a training. Uh, um, I should also see it as a training because uh, next week on a Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. Tuesday on a Wednesday. I have a side event at two a.m. Your time. Uh, my time. My time. My time. Yeah. <laughs> that's three. That's three a.m. My time. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh yeah. It, so it is. Um, it is on the. Um, uh, it's with a um, organized by by it's organizing it right now. I haven't finalized it yet, uh, but it's on, on Tuesday, two a.m. Uh, with some. Yeah. And I have to speak as well, so not just mm -hmm. listening, but I have to speak. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the panelists, yeah. so it, it's uh, uh, I I don't know. It, it, and I'm, I'm just I'm just um, help me out with this one, uh, Carson. Should I? Because um, it's like, like with with some dignitaries in in that in the conversation uh -huh. as well in the side uh -huh. event. So what is it all about? Um, it is on the uh, the General Assembly. The okay. UN General Assembly. And, and I, okay. I'll throw it out. How do you want my help? How do you want me to help you? Sorry. All right. Can I <laughs> use just a sweater, or do I really have to put on a shirt and a and a, and a suit and everything else? No. Um, it's two a.m. Man, it is. Uh... <laughs> do you know what you have to do? I, I mean, love to do the work, uh, but oof. okay. I saw. I saw. Um, ah. Like, all right, let me not mention that, but be you. Uh, what do you what, what do you think you should do? <laughs> Turn my camera right. off. Not kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what do you need to do? Um, uh, don't put on a tie, most importantly. Forget about it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not going put to. On and, put on a shirt. And, Just... By the way, by the way, yeah. like, now, that we're, now that we're talking about it, um, should, like isn't isn't it there's there are like a slight possibility that the people that are showing showing into the Zoom, um, 
uh, with a shirt and a and not not a tie. Well, do and a tie and and a jacket, but yeah. um, I don't know. I think I'm 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 prone to say that there's a percentage out there, maybe twenty to thirty percent, that's not wearing pants at a Zoom in a Zoom. <laughs> I I genuinely that, believe. That- that is almost true because no one is gonna uh, stand up right now. I uh, yeah, I wouldn't stand up. You know, but yeah. you don't know anything. <laughs> you know, every, so, everyone is. Uh, yeah, you're seated. So I mean, you're seated. No one, no one is looking at you. Uh, and, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> except that I saw a Russian diplomat yesterday was reading a statement, okay. and uh, um, he was with his family. Uh, so, uh, in oh, a table. I saw that one. Yeah, at a, t- yeah. At a dinner table. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. I loved it, and and there was another woman. I don't know if it was. I, I couldn't listen to the translation, but I don't know if it was his wife or uh, or part of the delegation. But I loved it. I loved everything that I saw in that photo. So this yeah. is the new normal. Like, um, you don't have to put on a lot of uh, put the academic background or everything. Just be. What you also guys. saw. You also saw that yeah. people are putting out a lot of like, almost like a like a Obama address with with, with <laughs> flags and everything else behind them. So people are getting very resourceful and very very creative with that. And I like and, and I like that as well. One hundred percent. Yeah, I I love it. I love I love the people that they really. Here's 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 what, how I think about it. Mm-hmm. I um um, all right. Let, let's describe that situation because I, I saw it too and I've been talking to Kenneth Deere uh, about <laughs> it um, in a chat or like, like one-on-one conversation and I said if ever I had to or have had the ability to give out an award for mm-hmm. best setting to present mm-hmm. a statement that mm-hmm. will be it you know wow. right, for, for people <laughs> for people that have not seen it it, it is um, it's almost like you interrupted a dinner table conversation. You know, mm-hmm. it, it is. A, it's in a kitchen. There are three people sitting at a dinner table, um, and there was a lady in a what seems like a traditional um, outfit um, mm-hmm. in the background, and a kid playing around or walking around as well. Um, yeah, something with it with a telephone. <laughs> with a telephone, so it looked super homely, as if yeah. you. And Thomas said it like it's almost like we 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 broke into their dinner table conversation. <laughs> uh, so, oh, by the way, the camera's on. All right, yeah. Um, and then then the gentleman gave his speech, and I and I um I forgot the name of the organization, uh, but what I do remember is the is the whole the setting uh, of it all. So if ever there's a, a, a was um, we could give an award to like yeah. the best setting, then that will yeah. be definitely it. And I hope that people that are able to. To trump that, like to, to go over that, um, because people you, you see and and I agree with you, Carson. The the the, the fun of it is also you, you get people to see they really put effort into the framing, into the mm-hmm, setting, mm-hmm. what goes on mm-hmm. what goes on camera. Yeah. Um, there, there's there, there's one um, I think it's from Venezuela or, or Colombia. I cannot remember exactly. Yeah. But there yeah. was a whole delegation, you know, like like a table. Uh, mm-hmm. And there was a delegation sitting behind it, with flags and everything else. It's almost like it's it's a a, a official uh, a remark or official negotiation, you know. So that I think this, I saw I think I saw that as well. Saw that too. 
Yeah, I think I saw yeah. that. And there's one, and then there's there's also one that looked like a little bit like uh, Obama meets uh, Queen Elizabeth. And I, I know this is a very weird uh, uh, combination, but I think what it was the remarks made by um, I think representative of the Ukraine, uh, Ukraine, uh, uh, Ukraine, and he was sitting and like at the edge of a table and talking, and there was a lady. And usually with, with with the UN, they have their own interpreters. But this lady was was interpreting for him. Was interpreting him um, in the um, yeah, in the same setting, you know. So like, it, it doesn't go good, didn't go through the UN interpreter uh, um, uh, system. But he had his yeah. own interpreter yeah. with him. So like, people are getting super resourceful. But you also have people that just like. Um, sit at a couch, you know. I sit on the couch and they, they just they just talk, <laughs> you know. There's one that was, and then there was one that's just sitting underneath underneath a tree, you know. You so know what? I, I love you that. Know what? You know what? I already have a recommendation for you. The solution is just pick. Mm. You see, right now, I think there was a time, there was a moment, and sorry that I'm getting you shit. I'm just excited to give you the. Oh, go ahead. Um, next week when you're gonna be speaking, remember last year you used to speak. Uh, when we were doing the How to Indigenous uh, mm -hmm. for the Now series, yeah. uh, you used to speak uh, on a couch. I want you to do that tomorrow. Oh, the problem oh, yeah. is the problem is your setting. It's the setup right now. You have a lot of screens. You have uh, you have another screen uh, that you listen. You're writing your notes and everything. All right, but I'm just thinking. Um, it was so good. It meant that people are. Uh, at home, but they're mm -hmm. still doing their work. Uh, th that was a very good background, even though you are really far, like, yeah, but, but you, you will just be making your statement. Once you make your statement, you go back to your table where you yeah. are right now. Yeah. yeah. And then put on, ah. the, put on the UN, um, UN hoodie. Uh, or yeah. you put on a, a, sweat, a, sweat, a sweatshirt, something, mm -hmm. sort of, <laughs> yeah. something simple. You're at home, you make your point. Uh, you make if you have a traditional attire, uh, for example, the one that you are using, the one that you put on for our official uh, photo session during the Project Access 2019, mm -hmm. uh, try putting something like that on top of um, on your neck, and yeah. then you make the statement uh, because you have your traditional attire. Uh, I mean, you have your traditional ornament. At least one of them make your statement, mm -hmm. and. Uh, if you have to go back to this table that you're in right now, you can do that. And, uh, and, 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 and now you can, if you want to ask, if people would want to ask you a question, you've already uh, taken your stage. That is sort of your stage. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I, 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 I had a, um, a, wasn't at the permanent forum, but it was at the um, ocean negotiations. Um, I had to speak once. Uh, and we, we didn't we don't use Zoom. We do we use WebEx, which is a fancy Zoom version, mm -hmm. uh, a fancy kind of Zoom. And um, but like it also had the the possibility to um, do backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, so I needed to find a way to get people's attention, you know, like so that they, they <laughs> um, you know, at, in the beginning that they know the people knew me who that they knew who I, who I was not b before I even said one word. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about it and it just, and this is 
ocean yeah i call it ocean negotiation but it's actually not it's just informal conversations you know it's they just um negotiators talking to one another um but still you know like you need you want to get and you want to break the ice as well mm-hmm. so i made uh so i want um like uh, used canva and i use use it a lot and i created a background of created a background for myself mm-hmm. um which uh said um definitely wearing pants and I put that on my background, um, so and made it so bright and purple as it as it could get. Um, so when when we went live with the WebEx conversation, um, people just tuning in, and I did also did this purple, this dark skinned guy with a purple background, which said definitely wearing pants, you know, and that that was that was, um, and you could just <laughs> see like people like just like. You, see, you can see people like looking at the screen, as in like, all right, yeah. who's who's online, who's online, and then they see this this, this rectangle that's purple, and they see this <laughs> definitely wearing pants, you know. You so you see them smile and and, and laugh a little yeah. bit. So that was mm-hmm. that was my way of, of breaking the ice um, with Webex, or I used my Star Wars background. Uh, I don't yeah, care. I, I love Star Wars. Yeah, and I like that background as well, the Star Wars one. Uh, and and just to comment on the the the, the, pre- the WebEx uh, idea, that was really cool because uh, you brought the attention. Uh, there was the there was the light moment, and mm. then boom, you are going to speak. Uh, that was yeah. the moment. Oh, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Also, the uh, I'm not a fan of. I mean. Uh, I haven't. I'm not an avid uh, follower of uh, Star Wars, but I like that background that you usually put in uh, the Star Wars, uh, especially when you are the. Is it a pilot cockpit or something? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's called the Millennium Falcon, and oh. I'm, I'm, there's two pilots, one vacant seat, so that's your seat, and then the yeah. other seat is you see that this big hairy guy, a beast mm-hmm. called um, Chewbacca or Chewie. And just talking to you, and like it's it's a it's a moving yeah. background, you know. So it is. So <laughs> I love it. I love funny. it. Yeah, I love it. And I, I've seen it with you. And uh, who is the other guy? Yeah, there's another. There's another person who was used it before. So oh, Victor. I think it's Victor. <laughs> oh, it could be. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's 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 you know you you know what funny is there is yeah a lot of um star wars fans within the united nations i, I, I think i should start i think i should start um watching, watching star it. wars yeah i, I like <laughs> I it, it, it is like baseball cards man like, it is like people yeah. can talk endlessly about it and uh um i've i cannot say it right now but uh I, there there is a there is a uh, um say it say it man <laughs> there's a group there's there's a there's a group, yeah. um, like a like a WhatsApp kind of group that's mm-hmm. that's like with, with people that that work a lot in the UN and is only talk about Star Wars. Really, only talking about Star Wars. Yeah, man, that reminds right, so, me of that reminds me of last year, um, and it was it was twentieth uh, of April. Mm-hmm. And we were with Victor, Victor Lopez um, from uh, Shirks Creek uh, Tribe, my fellow co-chair, a, a wonderful friend and a brother. <laughs> and uh, Victor was telling me that um, I think th- they were launching um, 
there was a movie that was premiering and and Victor was telling me that we go to was it Queens or uh, yeah he was just telling me what is that the highland that is that is opposite the UN um there, so there, 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 there's Roosevelt Island it's in between and then you have Long Island so which I'm is right. was, on, some, on, on the other side of the on the east river I think it was long I think it was Long Island and, okay. and then and then i was super super tired from the organizing uh, side events uh, and i'm used to i'm used to giving myself a lot of pressure to attend side events and uh, bilaterals meeting with people and then by the end of the day and i think it was around 7 pm uh, we were at kids victor tells me that you have to go to this event man like we're going to to meet with my friends from um there was a time that he was in the university at the what, what do we call this college um anyway there was a time that he was in in, in new york mm-hmm. uh and, and he was going to meet some of his friends and he was telling me we have to go there uh and that reminds me of of that that movie because i think it was um i don't know why I'm, i keep forgetting because I, i'm not a fan of it <laughs> and i ha- i was about to begin watching it but i just because that we were going to watch that movie and then go to to unwind so that we come back to the un feeling afresh mm-hmm. and you see that that is the beauty of going to new york now because we miss that after this right now i'm going to bed and then you don't get to go to kids to to sing <laughs> oh boy yeah like um i i follow kids um on instagram me too and, and facebook and i i just i i miss it so much or people that are watching and listening keats <laughs> is um aka the sami embassy or the indigenous yeah. embassy it is a karaoke <laughs> bar in um um in new york uh, on just off second uh, avenue um and it, it is the place like basically it's the green room but then like the actual green room so the and these people they they go there after a meeting or even yeah. during a meeting as well mm-hmm. um you know to uh um <laughs> uh, to 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 uh, unwind and 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 we stay there like oh my god until they they and until until the end um and it's a karaoke bar and yeah. um there's every night there's karaoke and with Sean with Sean he's been there forever man Yeah, I've never seen he's so great and and and, and I don't know, he's just good, especially with the with the new Jack Swing when he does it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Sean is just great. I miss I miss kids, man. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 I, I mean like I'm I'm really grateful to you for doing this. This is a way that we speak about these issues. Um we relieve the experience. and i wish we were just so many of us to share the experiences of today's events to unwind and um in remembrance of our dear friend and godmother uh pam uh she would tell me that either we meet at the always of the un uh, you see the those the, the always uh, uh outside conference room 11 i think 7 and something Uh, just before just after you you after the main entrance after the main entrance all the, the hallway where when you exit uh, 
to the right, you head mm-hmm. towards the Vienna Cafe. Yeah. And Pam- Pamela would always sit on those uh, uh, on those seats, uh, the bars, and 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 she was she would wait patiently. If you were mm. making your statement, you come back. She say, "Oh, there he is, Carson." Then we sit down, and she would ask me how the day went and everything. I'm just saying that we meet such kind of people that have always made us who we are. And I'm grateful to have met Pam. And so it's either we meet at, because she wasn't going to kids, we would meet at John's Coffee Shop. I saw her once at Keats, Yes. I, have her, I, I saw her once at Keats, yeah. Really? <laughs> I was surprised. I, always, I was, was surprised, surprised? yes. What she, time? she was what there. Time? Just, what time? What time? What time was it? It was right, right after the meeting, though. It was right after the meeting. Um, so <laughs> I just walked in like, Pam. Are you here? Hi. Really? <laughs> yeah. She didn't stay long. And then, um, obviously, yeah. but obviously, John's Cafe is her place. Yeah. Um, John's Cafe. To, to go. Yeah. I remember, um, what was it? So I, I just, I was, I was in New York for, for six months in 2014. Uh, for, for for a longer time, mm-hmm. and I remember the first uh, I, I landed in my in New York, went went to the uh, went to the apartment, dropped my bags, called Pam, right, mm-hmm. and said, "Well, I'm here, mm-hmm. I'm in New York," mm-hmm. and she immediately immediately said, "All right, um, John's Cafe um, <laughs> in an hour." That that's what she used to tell me too, like that's, that's uh, that's John's yeah. Coffee Shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was just a great moment. So, uh, bro, I'm gonna have to drop off. It's getting late. I have it's to getting late. Yeah, my, I have to prepare my statement for Article Forty Six. We're not talking about it today. <laughs> and yeah, uh, any, have, anything that can help you with? Um. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. I will share with you. Yeah. In our other informal conversations, <laughs> not <laughs> online. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and, sure. and and it's been great. I I thought I was going to to just speak for like forty minutes. I never expected that it was going to take this long. And, it's almost um, two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To Pirita as well, it's been amazing. And uh, I have never been in. Probably we've spoken together with. Uh, I mean, in the same room with Pirita. But I'm not in this uh, sort of conversation. Uh, pleasure. It's been pleasure as well. And uh, I look forward to more conversations uh, with all of us, uh, our brothers and sisters listening in this call as well. I mean, yeah. in this green room, it's not call. <laughs> no, it's not a <laughs> and, call. Uh, a yes, 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 yes. So over to you. Yeah, I appreciate it, Carson. Um, yeah, I'll call it a day, a day as well because um, it's been a long day. And there's some side events that I still want to catch, so mm-hmm. uh, and I haven't haven't had had dinner yet, so I also had to like get a bite to eat at some point. Um, all right, yeah. So this is a green room, and tomorrow we'll, there's on the agenda is at least for perform, not for the green room. Um, for perform is the um, human rights uh, discussion mm-hmm. with dialogue with the special on the rights of indigenous peoples, as well as the expert right. mechanism on the rights of indigenous peoples, as well as the uh, UN Voluntary Fund on Indigenous Peoples. Um, tomorrow? What, what time? Yeah, tomorrow. What uh, time? The, the, um, the session itself is uh, normal, uh, normally as from um, 
1 till 3 p.m. my time. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, 9 till 11 uh, a.m. Uh, New York time. And um, and then the green room is, as always, at from um, uh, was it 3 p.m. Uh, New York time or 9 p.m. Um, Amsterdam, Paris, and Rome time. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much for, for sticking out with me um, in, in the green room. Uh, Pirita Thanks. as well. Uh, super uh, um, learned a lot as well from yeah. uh, two media savvy people. Um, don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow, but we'll see We'll see what happens. Definitely. Um, I hope to get enough to, uh, energy to listen tomorrow uh, on the green room. I'll tune in. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Have a have a great day, morning, nights, evening, wherever you are. And Carson, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the episode. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast. It would mean the world to me um, if you did that. Have a great day. <laughs>